All right, what well, day 156, Joe Biden abandons our fellow Americans, stabs him in the back and says, good luck, you're on your own, have a good life. Uh, you can't even make this stuff up. I don't think you can get any worse, but things are getting worse. Last week, by far, was Joe Biden's worst week as a president. But really, as we now come up this week to the one-year anniversary of his inauguration, what have we got? Last week, he loses in the Supreme Court on vaccine mandates. He loses uh, Senator Manchin to build back better or build back broke, as I called it. He loses Kristen Cinema and Manchin on eliminating the filibuster that kills off their radical election bill and their, their other power grabs. That would have included stacking the Supreme Court or packing the court, uh, D.C., Puerto Rico, statehood, etc., uh, they don't want to do anything the right way. They want to just ram everything through, change all the norms. Anyway, Joe's public appearances now are getting worse. He's going to give a press conference, I believe, on Wednesday. And um, we won't see Joe probably all week because he's going to be practicing all week. Uh, Kamala Harris has had more disasters. I can't think of a single thing that she's done that's been successful. I can't think of a single thing Joe or Kamala has done that's been successful. Anyway, if she's not, you know, hiring child actors, she had a disastrous, fluffy interview last week and she couldn't even handle it. It's been a year of failure, um, you know, by nuking the filibuster as as now pretty much done. That means the election bill, which is no voter ID and and pretty much mail in ballots and and no checks and balances or integrity whatsoever. That's not going to happen. Inflation at a 40 year high. We learned last week. Average family inflation tax over five thousand dollars annually. You know, if you have a dollar in your pocket today, pull it out. It's worth about seven cents less than this time last year. Oil now, you know, climbing to with projections now, it could go as high as one hundred and twenty five dollars a barrel. OK, that means now you'd be paying two two fifty more a gallon uh, to fill up your tank than you were paying under Donald Trump. Uh, Joe's begging OPEC and Russia. <laughs> a lot of good that's doing. A 33% approval rating. We have other new numbers we'll share with you today. His COVID disaster, running out of tests, running out of monoclonal antibodies, uh, running out of antivirals. He just hasn't paid attention at all to this. We've had the worst numbers we've ever had during this pandemic. Rand Paul will join us today about that. Kamala can't even answer if she and Joe are going to run again. Joe's border policy, energy policy, economic policy, all of this is a disaster. Rasmussen today comes out with a report that Biden's approval index, get this, is minus 31. That's his all-time worst. Donald, that's a year, the one year in. If you can't name a single thing that he's done successfully, that's a problem. Trump's worst was minus 26. And remember, Donald Trump had pretty much everybody in the media mob against him every second, every minute, every hour of every day. You have a CBS uh, news poll released on Sunday. 50% of Americans, this is their words, they're frustrated. You know what it's like to be frustrated? Um, that means you, you just have to piss somebody off so much. Just, they've had it. The American people have had it with all of this failure. And they know it's failure. And on top of that, sorry, we were ahead of the curve pointing out to everybody that he was a cognitive mess, weak and frail. I mean, it's it's so 
obvious to discern it's getting worse. I'm going to pull out some tape from Joe in 2020, and we'll compare it to today. And I, I see a decline. Well, we'll let you decide. Anyway, this, the survey um, found 49% are disappointed in him. Well, the guy didn't really run a campaign. You know, this is the, the great unknown how he got 80-whatever million votes, as they say. You know, because he stayed in his basement hiding at, in the media mob uh, presidential candidate protection program. Now he's in the media mob uh, presidential protection program. Look at this. A vast majority of American voters don't think Biden has his priorities straight when it comes to inflation. You know, this build back broke bill only pushed critics further away. Told you about Quinnipiac last week, 33 percent. How do you get lower than 33 percent when when the Congressional Budget Office took away all the accounting gimmicks that Biden was using for this new Green Deal socialism? We found that it wasn't one point seven five trillion dollars. No, it was five point one trillion dollars and three trillion in new debt that we were putting on our kids and grandkids. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable robbing our kids blind. The average American household now, and I've lived poor. I know what it's like to live month to month and and wonder how I'm going to pay my rent. Um, Average American household is now $155,000 in debt. Now, if it includes a mortgage, okay, I'm cool with that because over time you're going to pay it off and, and that will become your retirement, hopefully your biggest asset if housing prices are, are continue to, to go up. But to get the American people that frustrated with you means you really have to screw up pretty bad. Even fake news CNN, I saw this, I couldn't believe it. Is the Biden presidency doomed? I mean, you can't make that up. That's their headline and their big White House story this morning that he, they're, they're even acknowledging he's struggling politically, showing his approval ratings are tanking and that build back broke is done and literally eliminating the filibuster is done. And their election reform bill is done. You know, there's a another poll that came out. Where did I see this one? This is a pretty interesting poll. Biden's uh, not only his approval rating slumping, but. His handling of coronavirus, far worse than Donald Trump. It's awful on the economy. Only 35% approve on the economy. That's not good. Uh, On health care, only 33% of people approve of Biden's handling of health care. On the environment, even 36% approve. Crime policing, only 31% approve. On immigration, 30% approve. Relations with China, 30% approve. And they found pluralities of respondents believe Biden has handled the economy, immigration, national security, defense, foreign policy far worse than Donald Trump. Whoopsie daisy. Oh, everything we told you would happen is now true. Even Jen Psaki, circle back, the chief propagandist inside the White House, unable to defend the president's week from hell. My friend Peter Ducey asked, well, what happened to Biden's decades of D.C. experience that they were selling us? It was a great moment. Uh, there's an Axios piece out. We put it up on Hannity.com um, that paints a pretty bleak future for Biden as he moves into his second year, uh, recounting his failures. And the bottom line in the headline, nobody likes Joe Biden. What's the what's there to like? Look, 
if you're elected for office, where, why do we elect people for office? They're supposed to serve the people. We elect them to represent us. We expect them to work hard for us. Well, Joe doesn't work hard. I mean, he has less than one scheduled event a day. And he has a lid half the time at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. The guy disappears every weekend. Doesn't matter what's happening. Over Christmas, he's gone. Nowhere to be found. We don't have COVID tests all over the country. When he finally mentions monoclonal antibodies for the first time in his, his vaccine mandate speech, then all of a sudden the federal government starts hoarding and buying up all the monoclonal antibodies. And now all of a sudden something we never had a shortage of, we have a shortage of. It's, it's, you can't fail this deeply. And, you know, and Donald Trump was in Arizona Actually said Biden is more destructive than five presidents put together. That's saying something. Biden needs to fire incompetent people who have botched the COVID response. Steve Scalise is out there saying the Surgeon General is saying the vaccine mandate block is a setback for public. No, it's not. It's not. You know, look, everything they've said about COVID is not accurate. As a matter of fact, they've got pretty much everything wrong starting with their early projections, starting with the promise that masks don't work, Dr. Fauci said, then one mask, then two masks, then vaccine masks, then vax mask and, and booster, and vax mask booster and wear the mask indoors and outdoors. Well, people that are fully vaccinated, vaccinated with boosters and natural immunity, they're all still getting COVID. Now, I don't know, it might, it might, and it might become a point of herd immunity at some point. I don't know. I'm not, I don't play doctor on radio and then it could be an endemic. We'll ask Dr. Paul Rand Paul when he comes on later. He's also a medical doctor. Um, one thing that Biden is not going to like our friend, Peter Schweitzer has a new book coming out. It's called red handed how American elites get rich, helping China win. And it's got 1,000, this book has 1,093 endnotes totaling 81 pages. Now, they quote me in this article in Breitbart that they're going, these, this, I, I happen to know a little bit of what's in here. Let me just give you a heads up. It is going to be massive and easier for law enforcement, U.S. intelligence services to track down Remember, it was Peter Schweitzer's best-selling book, Clinton Cash, that sparked the FBI investigation into the Clinton Foundation. Now, did anything happen? No, nothing ever happens. Nancy Pelosi's son, this was in the New York Post, I believe, over the weekend. Anyway, the House Speaker's son has reportedly been linked to at least five business entities under investigation by authorities for fraud. And her husband is making a fortune in the stock market. And the question is, do you have any inside information that's driving that? And I haven't even gotten to the economy yet. You know, it was a great piece in, in the New York Post today. Hey, Joe, it's the economy, stupid. Most fault Biden for money woes. Well, who else are you going to fight? Who, who else are you going to blame for this? You know, that CBS poll that I mentioned. You know, there's not enough focus on inflation. Let me tell you what he could do to solve every problem. On the border, bring back Trump's policies. On energy, Go back to energy independence and be a net exporter of energy. Stop making Putin and Russia rich again. Let's supply our allies with the energy that they need. It's the lifeblood of the world's economy. 
You know, I saw an article today. I'll get to it later. Israeli-backed rebels, I'm sorry, Iranian-backed rebels attacked three oil tankers in the Gulf. What did I say? The best thing, the, the best benefit from energy independence is we don't need to worry about the Middle East as much as we once had to because we don't need their oil. Nor did we have to worry about the narrow straits of Hormuz where the Iranians are always terrorizing tankers. And sure enough, over the weekend... The rebels attacked three oil tankers in the Gulf. Well, we wouldn't have to worry about it if we were still energy independent. Go back to the Trump economic policies, cut taxes, end the bureaucracy. Energy policies, become energy independent, secure the border. It's not that complicated. But these are things he's never going to do. You know, on the issue of inflation, sure, the Fed's going to raise interest rates. We were told now four times this year. Okay, that that might mitigate some of the inflation. So we're told by top economists. But if you really wanted to get rid of inflation, the single best thing you can do is go back to energy independence because everything we buy now costs more because we're paying more to ship everything, every place, everywhere, more to heat our homes, cool our homes in the summer and fill our gas tanks. By the way, you just you don't only vote in November. You vote every single month with the money you spend, the companies you spend it with. Now, look, if you're still using these overpriced wireless carriers, you're all, you know, they don't agree with our values. That's where pure talk comes in. It is a veteran run business. They offer the same exact service as Verizon, T-Mobile, AT&T, the same exact 5G network, the same exact cell numbers. You have the same exact number of bars on your phone. You keep your phone. You keep your phone number. And the average family is saving close to $1,000 a year for the exact same service. Why haven't you joined the stampede and made the switch? It's simple. Just dial pound 250, say the keyword save now. You get an additional 50% off your first month. It's simple, real money in your pocket for the exact same service. Pound 250, keyword save now.